0: welcome if you've just joined us. It's now just three minutes past four o'clock on the afternoon of Christmas Eve and this is Catechesis. My name is Edmund Zengeni and I'm very proud to introduce to all our listeners Mr. Gary Stevens. Hello Gary.
1: Hello Edmund. Oh. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's wonderful to join you this evening. It's wonderful oh, a... that,
0: yeah that you could make oh. it.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and good uh, good evening to all your listeners as well, and, and Radio Maria. It's Thank you. It's great to be with you.
0: It's great to have you. Gary leads the uh, Prince of Priests community and all its activities, including New Dawn. Gary and his wife Joanne have seven children and six grandchildren. God bless you guys, that's great. Gary has spent five years in Australia working for the late Bishop Joe Gretch, as the National Coordinator of the Melbourne School of Evangelisation, delivering evangelization programmes all across Melbourne and other parts of Australia. Gary then returned from Australia in 2007 and has now uh, began the work for the Prince of Peace community. But why hear it from me? We have the man here to explain much more. I'm very interested and uh, curious to find out much more about the New Dawn and the Prince of Peace community. So, Gary, over to you.
1: Okay. uh, Thank you, Edmund, for that introduction. My pleasure. Uh, pleasure. Yeah, I'm going to start today, really, or this evening, with with, uh, the reading from tonight's Midnight Mass, the first reading. I'm just going to take one verse. It's from Isaiah chapter 9. And I just want to take a a closer look at verse 6. It's a famous verse, and I'll, I'll just read it first. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and look, I I really um, I love that scripture, and especially because it ends there with the Prince of Peace. And as you introduced Eddie, I'm I'm the leader of the Prince of Peace community, uh, which which has existed since the 1980s. And Miles Dempsey, uh, my predecessor, uh, who has now gone to the Lord, he set up the Prince of Peace with his wife Joan, and Handed me the reins uh, just over three years ago. Uh, so, that that's um, so. This scripture is uh, let's take a closer look at it because you know we can just sort of read through this and and miss some very important points that the Lord is revealing. Now, the word for to us, uh, the word for there in, in the Greek is natel hai, uh, will come to pass. So this is a prophecy. It's a prophetic scripture that's looking forward in time. Now Isaiah uh, lived around seven hundred years before the birth of Jesus. It will happen. It will take place, and it will come into being. It's a prophetic statement, and the word for child for us to for to us a child is born, is Yelad, meaning offspring, and and that reminds us of the Proto-Evangelium, the first proclamation of the Saviour, taken from Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. And we had that same word today um, in in the Mass, in that first reading from the second Book of Samuel, and speaking to, to King David, I will preserve the offspring of your body, make his sovereignty secure. Indeed, the whole history of salvation is pointing towards this moment which we um, look forward to this evening and celebrate and give thanks with joyful hearts foreshadowed and prefigured through the prophets you know through adam noah abraham isaac jacob joseph moses and aaron through joshua gideon samson King David, King Solomon, and through the the prophets Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel, we are told about this offspring, this expected Messiah that will be born, and born in Bethlehem. To us a son is given... Now, interestingly, the word uh, "forgiven" uh, in in this text is taken from the Hebrew word "nit tan," which means to stretch out. Well, that's one of its meanings. So we can visualise the Father stretching, come leaning down to his children, in the same way that Eve stretched to the tree and took hold of the fruit and gave to Adam. The Father is stretching to Mary, and Mary is receiving and gives us Christ. Let it be done to me according to thy word. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And I continue with the text from Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 and the government will be upon his shoulder. You know, and we can look now at Christ as we go to church tomorrow or tonight, and we see the baby Jesus the, um, lying there in the manger. And the wood of the manger is pointing to the wood of the cross. You know, the manger is... a. It is a trough that feeds the animals and the wood of the cross. It is a is the wood of the cross from which we receive the Eucharist. Jesus' heart, we read in in John nineteen, uh, his heart was pierced and water and blood gushed forth, prefiguring baptism and the Eucharist. We receive the body, blood, soul and divinity from the wood, from his heart. He carries the government and the world upon his shoulder and his name will be called. Now, his name is taken from Hashem, the name, Hashem in Hebrew. And for Jews, the name of God contains the full presence of the person. You know, we read from Psalm 9, verse 1 and 2, I sing to your name, O Most High. My enemies are in retreat. They stumble and perish at your presence. So we're looking now, we're looking forward to this, this defenseless, this baby and he is eternal immense infinite immutable all-knowing all-powerful all-present and as aquinas says it's from the name that pours that that power goes forth to effect the miraculous and the name is the source the origin the font from which the power flows And the father is stretching down and all his power is given to this child. This wonderful counsellor. You know, the word in Hebrew is Pelel, which means God's acts of judgment and redemption. Mighty God. You know, we're familiar with the... The name in Hebrew for God, El Shaddah, Uh, God is mighty. You know, to, to Jacob, God said, I am God almighty and everlasting father. Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom. And that's taken from Psalm 45 verse 6 and the last part of that text is you know and his name will be called Prince of Peace he's the minister the ruler the king of kings and there as a child the three kings prostrate themselves before the king of kings and he's the the Prince of Peace shalom and boy do we need peace right now we're praying for peace not only in the world but also in our own hearts and in our minds and in our families and the word shalom is completeness is friendship and and didn't jesus say in John, in john's gospel You are my friends. And with regards to completeness, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. So as we reflect on this text and we break it open, we are fed as from a manger. And the Lord has been sent by the Father because God so loved the world He sent his son. Amen. And I guess, Edmund, now would be a good time for a musical break.
0: That's right. And if any of our listeners would like to phone in and ask a question, the number to dial is 01223 375564. That's oh one two two three three seven five five six four.
2: Sing like never before, oh my soul. I worship your holy name. Sing, my soul. Sing, my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, 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 my soul. Worship his home.
0: Remember, if you'd like to phone in and ask Gary Stevens, a very interesting man, any questions, the number to dial is 01 223 375564.
2: On that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending Ten thousand years and then forever
0: This is Radio Maria, and you're listening to Catechesis. And today we have on the line all the way up north in Manchester, Gary. Can welcome back Gary Stevens.
1: Thank you. Yeah, good to be back with you, Edmund.
0: Good to have you back. It was very informative. Your the, the first half of your uh, of your talk.
1: Yeah, uh, very good. Well, well, look, I I, um, I, I thought it'd be useful if I just maybe g- gave you a bit of, um, a bit of a testimony about myself and how I've ended up being uh, the leader of the Prince of Peace Community and the chairman of, of New Dawn, and, and also the international leader of New Dawn as well.
0: That sounds like a great idea. I'd love to hear your testimony. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll make it. I'll make it as quick as possible. Oh, I'll take well, look, take back, take your time. Quite a few years ago, my brother-in-law, Chris uh, McGuinness, uh, he had a, a mystical encounter with an angel. Um, he was uh, on his way home, on, home one night and an angel appeared to him and not many people believed him. And he moved in our house at the time. Um, he, he was and he it grew on me. And before I knew it, this was back when I was 26 years old. And I came back to the faith and got involved in all sorts of things. Look, I used to be a street fighter. I'm a trained boxer. I'm an amateur boxing coach by trade. I've qualified to teach boxing. I've ran boxing clubs. And at the age of 26, I, I was a long way from the Lord, and through his grace, he called me back through my brother-in-law, Chris. And that then began a journey for me. I, I spent six years with uh, with uh, Chris, my brother-in-law, walking the streets of Manchester and other cities, handing out divine mercy leaflets, visiting prisons, care home for the elderly, schools, hospitals, praying with people and sharing uh, the faith. You see, we all have a... A wonderful vehicle to, to spread the gospel and that's our lives, our testimonies. And I really learned this for the first time when I attended um, what was called then a Paul course ran by uh, the Nottingham Pilgrims which later became the Pilgrims Community and they were based in Matlock in Derbyshire. And that course really taught me uh, two very important things, the Kerygma Uh, The core gospel message, you know, and the way I explain that to people, if someone asked you uh, in 30 seconds to explain, uh, you you know, what the faith is, who Jesus is, you'll simply get to the meat on the bone uh, that, you know, God loves us. We're separated by sin. uh, Jesus Christ um, died and rose again for us so that we could have faith and conversion and proclaim him lord receive the gift of the holy spirit and enter into his church and alongside your your personal testimony which is a vehicle to carry that message and and we all have that wonderful testimony and and so i began this journey as a as someone who was learning how to spread the gospel how to share the faith how to stand up and give talks and the years have just gone by, I, I we, you know, we had children, uh, I was working, I, I felt challenged uh, about 10 years ago to uh, give up work and rely on God's providence. Uh, and that happened through the grace of God with great support from my wife Joanne. Uh, we have to change our lifestyle, downsize the house and so on. Uh, but that's part of the sacrifice. If uh, You see, our faith, if it's real, it has to change us. It makes a difference. It converts us. It changes. So the desire for money and wealth and and prosperity changed for the desire to spread the gospel and and lead people back to Christ. And so, in that journey, I spent three years as a a lay a school lay chaplain in a high school. Which was great experience. Um, so some of the best times of sharing the faith came whilst I was in one particular school in the Liverpool diocese. And what what we did there was we um, realised again that you know our life can pass on the gospel. So boxing coach, school chaplain. So what did they do? With the support of the head, we opened a boxing club in the school. It was a non-contact boxing club and then that became a funnel for mainly boys coming back through uh, some of the toughest guys in year 10 came to the chapel because they experienced the boxing and some of those same guys uh, had conversions back to the faith so I reached people uh, in and through the gifts that I had acquired through life Uh, and then uh, three years ago Um, Miles Dempsey uh, passed on the the reigns of of the Prince of Peace community and New Dawn in the church, which takes place every year uh, in Walsingham, in the fields of Walsingham, uh, adjacent to uh, the shrine and basilica of Our Lady of Walsingham. The conference has been running uh, for over 30 years now, and and this was an incredible task uh, given uh, by the lord and 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 so that uh, consumes uh, all my effort now really uh, to ensure that the vision uh, instilled by miles uh, continues and that the lord will the lord's will is done now the prince of peace community we we recently had a, a prince of peace associates commitment mass which took place uh, in liverpool where we're over 40 people committed for a year uh, to serving the vision of the Prince of Peace. Now uh, we, we have some wonderful news that, um, that w- with the Liverpool Diocese, they're, they're currently uh, seeking to find uh, a, an empty church, a presbytery uh, and a parish hall uh, for us to use as our mission base. Um, to, to replicate some of those courses that I, uh, we learned in the Nottingham Pilgrims, the, the Philip course, the Kerygma course, the John, the Philip, uh, and these other School of evangelization courses to help um, form Catholic parishes for evangelization, not only in Liverpool but beyond, uh, and to use it as a mission base for going out into the streets, Uh, for running um, various spiritual formation, youth formation, lay ministry formation. So this is the vision that the Prince of Peace have locally. And and that vision was instilled by Miles Dempsey. Uh, His desire was always to have a a catechetical formation centre locally running. Uh, And then out of that uh, comes the, the New Dawn Conference. Uh, And, you know, I'm I'm excited to announce that uh, next year uh, New Dawn will will be taking place physically, God willing. Uh, This is in the Lord's hands. And for the first time, uh, the New Dawn Conference will be in full collaboration uh, with the Shrine and, and Basilica of Our Lady of Walsingham. And so the main event... Of New Dawn will will not be taking place um, in a large tent in in the seven-acre field which is adjacent to the shrine. The main event is actually going to take place within the domain of the the shrine. So for those uh, listeners who are familiar with the shrine uh, in Walsingham, so the sanctuary steps on the outside where the uh, glass doors open that sanctuary area will become the main platform uh, for the whole week and and this has been agreed with uh, the uh, shrine rector uh, Father Philip and so it's a, it's a great adventure where New Dawn uh, for the first time is going to be in the church and that's what New Dawn is called. It's called New Dawn in the church and it's going to be taking place in the shrine and So the usual program will be there. So we're praying and we'd ask your listeners to pray for good weather for that week, the first week of August, because we're going to be exposed to the elements. But this will come with a wonderful blessing because we're actually within the heart of the church. And New Dawn is a uh, a Marian conference. It's in Walsingham. It uh, is a charismatic conference You know, Miles used to say that that the church with all her lights on and all her aspects celebrated. You know, so the gifts of um, the charisms of the Holy Spirit listed in uh, 1 Corinthians 12. uh, St. Paul lists words of knowledge, words of wisdom, discernment of spirits, the gift of faith, the working of miracles, the gift of healing speaking in tongues and singing in tongues, interpretation of tongues and the gift of prophecy. And so the New Dawn is a charismatic conference and the Prince of Peace, the community of the Prince of Peace is a charismatic community centered on the Eucharist with Mary in the church. And so, you know, right through this year during the pandemic, The Prince of Peace community meets every day, Monday to Friday, on Zoom in the mornings. And and we have a charismatic prayer meeting where we sing hymns. And, And so many of us have developed in our gifting. You know, the Lord wants us to unwrap these gifts and to use them for his greater glory. So, you know, people are having images, uh, they're receiving words of scripture, they're receiving words of knowledge. And and then we're encouraged to share these with each other in a prayer group setting for the building up and encouraging of, of one another. And, you know, it's incredible. Well, we shouldn't think it's incredible, should we? Because, uh, the, you know, the Lord speaks through these words chronologically. He speaks in an order to build us up and encourage us and and for us to grow in our charismatic gifting and you know and these gifts are given sacramentally in baptism and in confirmation yeah we receive the sanctifying gifts which uh, because we're called to be holy you know be holy as he is holy be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect because ultimately the lord is is calling us home uh, to, into the heart of the Trinity where he has gone as forerunner before us um, and he's bringing our humanity into the heart of the Trinity and as Miles used to say, caught in the crossfire of love, uh, shot through by this love between the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit and we're called to experience that, that same Um, crossfire of love in the church today the church with all her lights on and all her aspects celebrated so yeah so um, that's a little bit about uh, the journey um, about the Prince of Peace and and about the New Dawn Conference and I'm hoping uh, that you're finding uh, these words encouraging uh, as we move forward in, in these times.
0: Absolutely. I'm certainly find it, finding it encouraging. You have a very, very interesting testimony, and you're doing some wonderful work for the Lord. I like the way you said that each one of us has our own special way of transmitting the, the message of the gospel. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we're going to take another little music break now, and if you'd like to phone in on this Christmas Eve And ask a question to Gary. The number to dial is 0123 375564. Is a winter wonderland by Bernard Felix, and today we have a very special guest. It's Gary Stevens who's been talking to us about his ministry and all the interesting and wonderful things that uh, you've been doing. You certainly keep keep very busy with seven children and uh, and all this work. So, could you tell myself and the listeners what your uh, your academic career was? You st- what did you study?
1: Uh, well, so b- before I uh, came back uh, working full time in-, in the gospel, I-, I worked in IT and IT management, right? And dare I say it, in the banking sector. Okay. Uh, um, but so, but but yeah. Since then, I-, I studied over in Melbourne in Australia for a short time. Uh, I was considering the permanent diaconate, uh, which at the time then I discerned uh, that it wasn't for me. Came back to the UK uh, as you introduced in 2007, mm-hmm. um, and in 2009, I, I, I started a degree, uh, a Bachelor of Divinity with ecclesiastical status at Maryvale, and I graduated uh, in that in 2012, uh, 13.
0: Okay, okay, great, great. And Did you enjoy those um, those years of studying and deepening your your knowledge of on, on your on your faith?
1: I really did. You know, it was a, it was a tremendous journey. Uh, I think there was about 22 or 23 people in year one. And by the time we got to year five, because it's a five-year part-time degree, I think there was about eight of us left. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's a difficult journey. Uh, what One of the n- uh, nicknames for, uh, well, certainly when I was at Maryvale was Heavy Vale. Uh, <laughs> We found that we used to have to study for about six weeks for each of the assignments or modules that we that we studied. Yeah, well, it, great journey. It certainly
0: it. comes across with the way you speak. You can tell there's a lot of um, detailed and uh, nuanced specifications on the on the gospel and the uh, meanings of words, the root words and etymologies, and everything like that. So it's, uh, it's certainly rubbed off well on you. It's uh, certainly paid off.
1: Yeah, praise the Lord. A lot of that I, I've got to say comes from uh, Miles Dempsey. Uh, he, he was a great mentor and, and a, a person that I was very honoured, you know, to to be associated with.
0: Okay, great, great. Okay, well, let's hear some more. And like I said, if any of our listeners would like to phone in, there's still time. We've got another twenty minutes left, and the number to dial is oh one two two three three seven five five six four. And in the meantime. I shall hand over the airwaves back to Gary. Thank you.
1: Okay, uh, thank you, Edmund. I I, I think I'd like to just now uh, lead us in a prayer. And and this was something uh, Miles Dempsey uh, taught me a very important way of praying for healing, that one is healed and redeemed by aligning one's life Uh, from conception to death, to the corresponding moment of Jesus' life. So our conception to his, our nativity to his, our childhood, our adulthood to to his, and even our own death, which, um, you know, in the future is aligned to the death of Christ and everything in between. And it's because by touching uh, those moments in Jesus' life that our lives are impacted, and so we are healed. And so this evening, or this eve, we rejoice as we celebrate the nativity of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. So let us ask the Lord to align his own nativity to ours. So I'm just going to lead us in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You who transcend time and space. In this moment... I lay my life before you, not only in this present moment but in all the moments of my life from conception to my death. I surrender every part of my life to you now. I especially surrender my own nativity the day on which I was born. Lord, let your own nativity now impact upon the day I was born into this world, that your healing light may penetrate the darkness within me. Let your peace be with me now at my birth. Take away all fear, all anxiety, the build-up of contractions, the long labour. Heal me, Lord, if I spent too long in the birth canal. Communicate to me now your experience of joy of being born of Mary, If I was born breach, Lord, heal me. If I was born premature, Lord, heal me. If I was born by caesarean section, Lord, heal me. If I was strangled by the umbilical cord, Lord, heal me. If I panicked and became stressed, Lord, heal me. Lord, let your birth impact on that moment now. Be with me, Lord, and heal me, Lord, in that moment. If I was affected by earlier miscarriages or abortions, Lord, heal me. Let me be born as you were born with the joy of angels singing. Mary, my blessed mother, I acknowledge that you share fully in the resurrection of your son and that you too, in union with him, can transcend time and space. I ask that you take me into your arms and then fold me in your embrace. Let me feel the rhythm of your breathing, the warmth of your body. Let me hear the sigh of your love and feel your cheek touch my cheek let me experience the sweetness of your breath and see your attentive gaze as you look upon me let me hear you calling me by name let me hear you praying for me just as you prayed for jesus Lord Jesus, I ask that you share with me your experience of being Mary's son. Lord, I ask that you share with me your experience of Joseph, being held in his strong masculine arms, being loved perfectly by Mary and Joseph together, as husband and wife, mother and father. Lord, let me share this experience of perfect love. In Jesus' holy name. Amen.
0: Amen. That was very, very powerful and moving. Yeah. Thank Praise you. The Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And the origins of that prayer, could you tell us?
1: Um, discussions with Miles Dempsey. Right. <laughs> he he uh, took me through uh, my whole life uh, praying and aligning from my conception, birth, childhood teenage years adulthood and align them to the life of christ
0: okay well that's very interesting i'm uh very impressed there that was a very profound prayer and very honest and uh, and sincere very transparent so i'd like to thank you for joining us this afternoon here on radio maria england and uh on this very special day of uh, the Christmas Eve of 2021, and uh, I'd like to wish you, Gary, and all your nearest and dearest a, uh, a blessed Christmas and uh, and a safe New Year.
1: And and you, Edmund. Look, I do have a, another final closing uh, prayer, uh, and uh, to wish you and your listeners a well a, a Merry Christmas and a Holy Christmas. We'd well.
0: love to hear that. I'm all I am all ears.
1: Okay, so. Well, look, I, I recognise that Christmas for some can be a time of sadness. You know, if there's an empty uh, seat at the at the dining table, uh, perhaps uh, mm-hmm. we've lost someone. Especially during this year or these past two years of pandemic. But I want to share the words of uh, Pope Saint Leo the Great as as words of encouragement if perhaps we're one of those people that that feels sad sometimes over this festive season. Sure. Let us rejoice. Sadness should have no place on the birthday of life. The fear of death has been swallowed up. Life brings us joy with the promise of eternal happiness. No one is shut out from this joy. All share the same reason for rejoicing. Our Lord, victor over sin and death, finding no man free from sin, came to free us all. And that's Pope St. Leo the Great. So on behalf of my wife, Joanne and uh, our seven children, and our be- six beautiful grandchildren, and every member of the Prince of Peace community, I wish you a happy, peaceful, and holy Christmas. Oh, well, May the well. Prince of Peace reign in your hearts and in your homes this Christmas, now and forever. And uh, i just like to, to end with... Uh, you know, the people who attend New Dawn will know this. Certainly the Prince of Peace members will know this, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. And forever. Amen.
0: That's right. Great. You know what, Gary? It's almost as if I've I've met you today. Like I've already known you. That was great. That was, um, a, a wonderful, wonderful talk you've given us. Very, very sincere. And I'm sure that's only the tip of the iceberg.
1: Come to New Dawn first uh, to the fifth of August, two thousand and twenty-two, at the Shrine of Our Lady of Walsingham. Be great to see you there. Uh, I'm hoping uh, Radio Maria can be present. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we the will. We've f-
0: got this. We've got this connection now. And also, on a, on a little side note, um, which is kind of unexpected, I do a program once a month called Catholic Men. Uh, it usually goes out on the, one of the Thursdays. I think the first Thursday of the month. And I'd love to have you on there as a as a guest.
1: Yes, Edmund, I'll, I'll wait for that uh, invitation. Okay.
0: Well, I've got your number, <laughs> so I, I know I know how to find you. And uh, yeah, maybe we can uh, we can have you on again on uh, on Catholic Men sometime some time in the new year. That would be great. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. And you've heard it here, folks. Twenty twenty two, August. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 1st to the 5th of
0: August. 1st to the 5th of August at the National Shrine of Our Lady of Walsingham. Okay, you've got plenty of time to organise it. All right. Okay, then, Gary, I'm going to say goodbye again and wish you a very, very blessed Christmas and New Year to you and your beautiful children and grandchildren.
1: Thank you, Edmund.
0: All right. Take care now. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.